If you are a small person, I'm just going to take a few minutes to share a couple of thoughts I've had about Christmas. Just before I do, during the worship, um, Graham, my dad, um, actually, I'm going to come over here. Why don't you just share what you shared with me? Uh, hello, everyone. Um, I'm over here, by the way. If you didn't know. Um, when we were worshipping, uh, one of the things I became aware of was that uh, it's a really joyful time, and we're focused on the joy and Jesus coming and, and all of that. And yet, um, it's also, because of all the other things associated with it, it's a time when there can be sadness. And we, we carry different um, uh, wounds, if you like, from the, the past. And it's just memories are, are revoked by things. And I, I really felt the, the Lord saying, um, he's, his desire is that our rejoicing is not affected by those things. That our, uh, the things which try to steal joy from us, um, he came to, to be more powerful than those in our lives. Um, so we can take that to heart, and if it would be helpful for anybody here to be able to pray with somebody about something in particular, then please find somebody that looks as though they'd love to pray for you. There are a few around. Uh, sometimes they wear badges, and sometimes they don't. And, uh, uh, and we'd be delighted to do that for you. Thank you. Okay, so if that's for you, hold on to that and do get some prayer at the end. Um, this Christmas thing, it's all about the baby Jesus, isn't it? Yes, Becky. Good. Um, it is. It's all about the baby Jesus. And it got me thinking a little bit. I wonder what the baby Jesus actually looked like. Who did he look like? Did he look like his mum? Did he look like his dad? Um, Well, he probably didn't look like Joseph because he wasn't actually his dad. But what does God look like? Can you actually look like God? Did Jesus... What did he look like? And then I had a memory. Um, I had a baby once. um, And I remember holding her in my arms and looking at her Um, mainly just relieved, but also thinking, who does she look like? Does she look like me? Does she look like Tom? Um, And a few days later, somebody very kindly, you know, as they, as, well, in this church family, people bring you food when you have a baby, and it's wonderful. Um, And I can't remember if it was somebody who brought me food or someone else who came to cuddle the baby and was holding on to Annie and said, said, does she look like you? Does she look like Tom? And said, oh no, do you know what? All babies look like a tiny, ugly Winston Churchill, don't they? Um, and I thought, <laughs> I thought, do you know what? <laughs> so maybe that's what Jesus looked like. Um... We sing a song quite often here called um, Oh Praise the Name. And there's a line in the song that talks about after Jesus comes back. And it says, I will rise amongst the saints, my gaze transfixed on Jesus' face. And it got me wondering the other day, what's he going to look like? What will I actually see when I look at Jesus? I mean, I think he does have a face, but I don't know what he looks like. Um, There's another song, a Christmas song, that um, many of you may well have heard already this year called Mary, Do You Know? 
It's a lovely one. And there's a line and it says, Mary, did you know when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God? And so I've been, I've been musing, I've been pondering Jesus' face via Winston Churchill. Um, and I've, I've started imagining. So I'm just going to take you on the magical mystery tour of my imaginings. I've imagined my way through the Bible a little bit. So Adam and Eve, we'll start with them because it's a good place to start. Adam and Eve used to walk in the garden and talk with God. So I reckon they probably talked to his face. They saw his face. But then most of us will know the story. Adam and Eve made some pretty big mistakes because they wanted to have their own way. And one of the consequences was that they didn't get to walk in the garden with God anymore. They didn't get to see his face anymore. And actually, it was quite a long time before anyone saw God's face again. There's a moment in Exodus. Just travel with me here. Travel with me. It's like a time machine in my brain. Moses has this moment on the mountain where he says to God, I've done all of this for you, God. All I want to do is to see you. He says, I want to see your glory. And God says, well, I'll walk past you and I'm going to put my hand over you until I've passed and then you can see my back. But nobody can see my face. And so Moses gets to see something and we don't really know what he gets to see, but he gets to see something, but it's not God's face. Because nobody got to see God's face. Um, Until this moment when a baby is born. And we don't know what he looked like, but the first person to see his face was probably, well, either Mary or Joseph, depending on which way you came out, I suppose. Um, But Mary and Joseph and then some shepherds and then... A few other people, maybe the innkeeper. They all got to see his face. But how many of them really understood who he was? The angels were pretty clear about it, but whether that message got through, I don't know. And as Jesus grew up, and one of the things we know about Jesus, or that we suspect about Jesus because of Isaiah, um, and again, we're just, we're just traveling here. You just have to follow me through the, the path of the Bible. We've jumped from Genesis to Exodus to the Gospels, and now we're jumping back to Isaiah, because Isaiah had an idea about Jesus. God told him a bit about Jesus 500 years before Jesus turned up, and Isaiah said this. He said about Jesus, although he didn't know he'd be called Jesus at the time, he said, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. So maybe he did look like an ugly Winston Churchill. I don't know, but he's, he's saying he wasn't a beautiful, good-looking, attractive man. Although Isaiah hasn't seen him, Isaiah is imagining. And one thing we know about Jesus is that children really liked him. So there must have been something about his face that expressed something of who God was, something of God's love and his compassion and his mercy. That's actually when God is talking to Moses about turning up and showing him his back. 
What God says just before you can't see my face is, he says, I am merciful and I am compassionate, but you can't see my face. When Jesus turns up, I think his face showed something of God's mercy and God's compassion because kids love Jesus. And there's that beautiful moment in the Bible where um, the disciples are trying to stop the children coming to annoy Jesus, and he tells the disciples to stop being annoying. And he says, let the children come. In Annie's Bible, um, the Jesus Storybook Bible, which might be the most popular Bible at City Church this year, <laughs> um, there's, we've just read the story of Jairus's daughter. Jairus's daughter is really sick. Jairus, her dad, comes running to Jesus, says, you've got to come and heal my daughter. And whilst Jesus is on his way there, he gets distracted by healing another person. And the little girl dies before Jesus gets there. And Jesus says, don't worry, I'll just go and wake her up. And in Annie's Bible, there's this really beautiful picture where Jesus has gone in and this girl comes back to life. And the picture just shows this little girl with her face, she's nose to nose with Jesus. And she's just smiling. She's so happy. It's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. And she's just looking at Jesus straight in the face. This is Jesus who has just raised her from the dead. And she's looking at him face to face. We're going to just jump a little bit further ahead to the throne room in heaven. So Jesus, he's died, he's come back to life, he's gone up to heaven. And when I worship, that's where I imagine I am. I imagine that I'm in the throne room. And I've got my arms up in the air, and I'm waving, and I'm maybe down on my knees. And we've got some descriptions of the throne room. Um, in Revelation, John talks about it, and he talks about the man on the throne. And Well, he talks about the man. And he says, the hair on his head is white like wool. It's white as snow, and his eyes are blazing fire, and his face is like the sun, and it's shining so bright that you can't even see it, um, which doesn't really help with my imagining of what Jesus' face looks like if you can't see it. And as I was just talking to God about this and saying, but I really want to see your face, Jesus. I really want to know what you look like. Um, I was reminded of another, another bit of one. John's talking about the throne room. And he talks about, he looks at the throne. And seated on the throne, it's not a man, it's a lamb. It's a sacrifice. It's a perfect sacrifice. And actually, at that particular moment, in and these are all pictures, okay? I don't think Jesus was a sheep. These are all pictures, but at that particular moment, the picture of Jesus that he sees is a lamb, is the one who gave his life so that we could stand in that throne room, so that we could see the face of God without burning to a crisp or whatever might have happened to Moses. So we've traveled this journey from Adam and Eve, who could see the face of God, they could walk with him in the garden, to Moses, who could only see the back of God's back, um, to Jairus' daughter, who sees Jesus face to face, to the throne room, 
where we see the king glorified, and yet he's also the lamb who sacrificed for us. And on that journey, I'm still asking the question, but Jesus, what do you look like? And there's this promise. In fact, there's a couple of them. In Corinthians, it says, right now, we only see God's glory like a reflection or through a mirror really dimly. But one day, we will see him face to face. And there's another one in 1 John that says, when Christ appears, we will see him and we will be like him because we'll see him face to face. So he's promised we will. One day I will know. But actually, I kind of know anyway. We have seen him. If you know him, you have seen something of him. You've only seen it dimly. But we know him closely. There's a, um, the worship team or the worship leaders met the other night to pick some new songs for next year. And one of them we listened to has the lyric, Jesus, you are closer than my skin. And as we were listening to it, I was like, ooh, that's a bit creepy. Ooh, kind of freaks me out a little bit. I'm not really sure what is closer than my skin. Um, And we had a little discussion about it. But we have seen Jesus. We do know him. When you've got Jesus in your heart, it is like he's closer than your skin, even if that feels a bit strange. We live with him. He knows us and we know him. And actually, one day we will see him face to face. We will have that same experience as Jairus' daughter when we've been raised. Well, actually, we all have been raised. If you've got him in you, you're already raised. But when we get to, get to go into the throne room, I don't think it's going to be like walking up to a big important throne and some shiny man sitting on it. I think we're going to walk into the throne room and just get an enormous hug. And we're going to look at that face. And we'll be nose to nose with Jesus. And I don't know what he's going to look like. But I do know I'm really, really looking forward to it. And so this Christmas, every time you see the baby Jesus in a picture or on TV... Maybe, like me, you can just ask that question. And maybe you can be the face of Jesus to the people around you. Maybe, just like Jesus, you can have some of that mercy and compassion, some of that stuff that comes from God, just oozing out of your face a little bit, in a nice way, not in a really gross way. I think we're just going to thank God for Jesus. And we're going to ask Jesus to show us a bit more of who he is, a bit more of his face. Father, we thank you for your son. Jesus, we thank you for coming to earth, for your mercy and compassion. We thank you that you are the lamb who gave yourself for us so that we could see you face to face. And we thank you that one day we will. One day we will get that hug. One day we will be nose to nose with you. And God, we pray that until that day comes, that we would know you closer than our skin. That we would know you in our hearts. 
and that this Christmas we would be reminded to seek your face. Amen.